0: When we are in a relationship with someone, it matters what we think of them, and it matters what they think of us. But does it matter what we think of God, and what does God say about it? Let's talk about it in today's episode. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and welcome to this episode of the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. I'm glad that you have joined me. I do pray that you're doing well, and I pray that you are continuing growing in the things of God by looking to his word to see what his truth is. Today, we're talking about what we think of God matters. And let's begin by looking at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And it says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he is and that he rewards those who seek him. So God is telling us that we need to see him or think of him or believe he is a rewarder of those who seek him, and unless we believe that, it will hinder us in drawing near to him. I want to share with you a couple of uh, scriptures, a couple of true accounts of what happened and how people responded to Jesus, and we see how how they responded to Jesus made a difference in what he could do for them. Let's begin by looking at Mark nine, verse twenty seven. And it says, and Jesus passed by there. Two blind men followed him, calling out and saying, have mercy on us, son of David. And we had come into the house. The blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? So he's asking what they think of him. Do they believe he's able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. Then they touched, he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. Then their eyes were open. And Jesus strictly commanded them, saying, See that no one knows about this. So Jesus asked them, What what do you think about me? Do you believe I'm able to do this? And they say, Yes. Yes. And then he touched their eyes and he said, According to your faith, be it done unto you. And their eyes were open. Now let's look at another account in Mark, Mark chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. It says, he, referring to Jesus, went out from there. He came into his own country and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying, where did this man get these things? And what is this wisdom that is given to this man that such mighty works come about by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James, Joseph, Judah, and Simon? Aren't he? His sister's here with us. So they were offended at him. You see, they grew up with this man. They grew up with Jesus. They knew Jesus. They knew his family. And they're saying, who is he to be doing this? They were, they were showing what they thought of Jesus. That they didn't think that he was the Messiah. That they didn't think he was important. They thought, actually, who is this guy to be talking like this? He's one of us. He grew up with us. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and among his own relatives and his own house. Now listen to what it says in Mark 6, verse 5. He says, He could do no mighty work there except lay hands on a few sick folk and heal them. And he marveled at their unbelief and went around the village's teaching. What they thought of Jesus, their unbelief, concerning him, actually hindered what Jesus could do in their life. Verse 5 says, he could do no mighty work there, and he marveled at their unbelief, verse 6. So what we think about God, what we think about Jesus is important, just like in a relationship that you have with someone else, Uh, for instance, your spouse. What you think about your spouse is important, and what your spouse thinks about you is important. And to have a growing relationship, we need to think of the person that we're in a relationship with the way that we should. We should think of them with truth. Now, we have a Heavenly Father, and we're in a relationship with our Heavenly Father. (coughs) And what we think of our Heavenly Father is important. We have a Savior, Jesus Christ our Lord. What we think of Jesus is important. We need to think of him according to what he has revealed to us. And I want you to know it's important that you think that God is good. That God is good. I may have shared this story with you before, but let me share it again really quickly. I was at a grocery store and I saw an elderly lady uh, buying some groceries and I told her when you get done and go up to the grocery to the cashier, I want to go with you and I want to pay for your groceries. And she smiled at me. She said, let me tell you my story. And she had been a missionary with her husband for many years. And when they got older, they retired and moved back to the United States. And not long after that, her husband had died. And she said, you know, we never really had much. And it was always her belief, she said, that God wanted her to do good things for others. But she never really thought that God wanted to do good for her here in this world. He knew She knew that he loved her, that she would go to heaven one day, but she never really had thoughts believing that God wanted to show her, her his goodness in this world. But she said she was listening to a man preach about the goodness of God one day, and it rose up within the heart that God wanted to be good to her. And she believed that. And she said, and when I believed that, my life changed. She said, People started doing things for me. People started giving me things. People started paying for things for me, just like I'd offered to do for her. But she said, It changed when I changed what I thought about God. I began to think not only was he good, but he was wanting to do good to me. Now, I want you to understand that God is good, and he wants to be good to you, and he wants to be good to me. And this is how he wants us to think of him. Let me share with you some verses. Romans 8:32 says, "He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him, graciously give us all things?" Again, that's Romans 8:32. Now, some people think, well, God doesn't really care about the things of this world. He, he's only interested in eternal things, and, and God's really not going to interact with us in this world. But is that what the scripture says? Is that what God really wants us to think of him? Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. It says, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also the life to come. So did you see that? Did you hear that? His promises are for the present life? Godliness holds promise for the present life? And the life to come. So God isn't only concerned about eternity. He's concerned about our life now and wants to interact with us now. Because godliness holds promise for this present life. Let's look at Psalms 27 verse 13. And the writer says, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In the land of the living. That means this present life. He's confident he will see the goodness of God. Psalms 35, verse 27, let those who favor my righteousness cause, shout for joy, and be, be glad. Yet let them say continually, let, may the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God takes pleasure when things go well for you. God takes pleasure when things go well for you. We need to understand that how we think about God matters. And he tells us in Hebrews 11, verse 6, that we are to believe that he exists. This is if we want to draw near to him. We have to believe that he exists and, and that he rewards those who seek him. He is a rewarder of those who seek him. And the rewards aren't just in the afterlife after we pass on and go to heaven. The rewards are for here. God wants to be good to us in this life. He wants to be good to us in this life. So I want you to start reading the scripture and think of God what he says, think of him, because it affects your relationship with him. The Bible tells us that he is good. He graciously gives us all things. Again, Romans 8, 32. And that living a godly, life, a godly life has promised for the present life and the life to come. First Timothy 4, 8. Psalms 27, 13. I'm confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And finally, Psalms 35, verse 27. God has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Are things going well for you? So I want you to see from Scripture that God is good and wants you to experience His goodness, and I want you to believe that because that's what the Word says. Now, it's not important that you agree with me on things. I'm not looking for you to agree with me. I want you to agree with what the Word of God says. I want you to think of God what the Word of God tells you to think of Him. And I want you to have confidence in that. Again, it's not important that you agree with me or anybody else, but it is important that you agree with God and that you believe of him what he says to believe and that you actually believe of yourself what he tells you to believe about you. That's what's important. You know, we can have some wrong ideas. We can have some wrong thinking, things that we've just learned along the way or that we heard somebody else say or, the, or some thinking that we've kind of come up with our own based on the circumstances. Look, we need to let all that go. And only think what the word of God tells us to think. Amen. That's the only way we can be right. So let's be humble enough to go to God's word and ask God to teach us. God, show us what to think of you. Show us what to think of my relationship with you. Show me what to think of me in the way that you see me. And let my thinking please you. Let my belief of who you are and what you want to do be pleasing unto you. Let it be right in your sight and let it be according to your word. See, that's what we need to do. We need to go to the word. We need to go to the word to see what God tells us to say or to think about himself. Amen. So let's keep growing. Let's stay in the word and let's believe that God is helping us by his spirit and that God wants to show his goodness in our lives. When you start believing that your life will change. I'm not saying that everything's going to be good in your life, but I am saying that you're going to start experiencing and believing that God is good and wants to be good to you because that's who he reveals himself to be, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So again, my name is Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for this podcast, this episode, and I hope it's been a blessing. Until next time, may God's riches and best be yours.